0: Hello, and welcome to 10 Things We Have to Tell You. In this podcast, we will be going over different top 10 lists, ranging from funny, scary, sad, heartwarming, and much more. Time to send it to the studio with Kendra and Brandon.
1: Welcome
0: back. Why did you have to start it like that? This is so, it's so creepy. Welcome back to 10 Things We Have to Tell You. We hope you've had a great week. And we're excited to give you a new top 10 list today. This week, we took on a task that, uh, was not as easy as we hoped it would be. But we fought and researched, and we won. So today, we bring you the top 10 times evidence of a crime was found in a thrift store. Now, this was your recommendation. And I gotta tell you, as the person who researched all of this, fuck off. (laughs) This was was,
1: so hard. It was definitely not the easiest one. That's why you did the research, because I couldn't find shit.
0: (laughs) I could have been being productive, but no. Here I am researching thrift stores. Right. But I found everything I needed to find. It was a struggle, and um, I'd like to never repeat this process. All right. Have at it. Oh, that's me. (laughs) I forgot. Coming in at number ten. I don't know how crimey this one is, but a few years ago, Laura Young, and you've probably heard about this on Facebook, a few years ago, Laura Young found an ancient Roman bust in an Austin, Texas Goodwill store on sale for $34.99. It's a pretty good deal. Laura is an antique seller on eBay, so obviously she purchased the bust. As it turns out, the Roman bust was an actual Roman bust and was about 2,000 years old. It is believed that it represents Roman military leader Sextus Pompey. Researchers trace the bust back to a villa in Bavaria that was bombed in World War II and then looted. So, how did this bust get from Bavaria to Austin, Texas? And what happened in the years in between? Well, well how it
1: got there was obvious like it was looted. They took it
0: and brought it back. <laughs> keep your pants on my good sir i wasn't there yet no one knows one explanation seems likely that an american soldier took the statue during the looting of the villa and brought it home with him there's just no way to know for sure but let's be honest that's precisely what happened a uh, g.i joe went in to I'm gonna stop the looting. Do, 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 do. Oh, just kidding! I'm gonna take this with me. <laughs> but how do you go back out into the battlefield carrying a Roman bust? <laughs> yeah,
1: that's a very weird thing to have to carry around. But uh.
0: yeah, I just shoved it in my pants. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Kept it for later. Are
1: you happy? To, is that a Roman bust in your pants? Or are you just happy <laughs> to see me?
0: <laughs> um, it's a Roman bust. <laughs> When Laura learned more about the marble bust, she came forward to state that she had no intention of keeping it or selling it. She was disappointed, obviously, but believes the statue should be where it truly belongs. It is temporarily on display in the San Antonio Museum of Art before it will be sent back to Germany later this year. Binders
1: keepers, we should keep it.
0: I know, I think she's doing the right thing. I would sell that bitch though.
1: (laughs) <laughs> I bet inflation hit. She's like, damn it! <laughs> right? Uh, so we're going to move on here to number nine now. Another situation of, yeah, a crime was committed, but was it really? Eh. In 2017, a cooler was donated to a Goodwill store in Monroe, Washington.
0: So employee, Who donates a cooler? You'd be surprised. I mean, coolers are kind of, well, really nice coolers. They're so expensive.
1: Yeah, but if you get, like, the little igloo ones or whatever, I mean, some people are doing it in, like, Yeti coolers and stuff.
0: We can't afford a Yeti cooler.
1: We don't really have a need for one,
0: though. That's true. We don't ever go anywhere.
1: Right, so we're gonna, like, throw one on our boat and go fishing, like, I... We can't <laughs>
0: afford a boat! <laughs>
1: Uh, So the employees opened the cooler to confirm it was empty, only to receive an expensive surprise. They found five large bags of weed in the cooler. Bags weighed in at 3.75 pounds and had an estimated street value of $24,000. Now, you may be wondering, isn't cannabis legal in Washington? Yeah, it is. However, it's only legal for someone over the age of 21 to possess one ounce at a time. Bags contain fifty-nine more ounces than the law allows. The
0: that's, employees. That's a lot of. That's a lot of cannabis. <laughs>
1: that's a lot. Yeah, I mean, that's probably like a day or two for Snoop Dogg, though.
0: Don't, don't you drag him into this? What has he done to you? No, I'm just saying he
1: smokes a shit ton of weed. Good for him. Uh, so the employees reported it to the police. They were ultimately unable to determine who made the donation or even where it was donated.
0: I would not have called the cops. Hell no, I would have sold that shit. Sure, I would sell it. That's for sure. Yep, 100%. Like, no, bitch, I would have made, like, do you know much bounty brownies I could make with that? Like, keep
1: one bag and sell the rest. Like, yeah, it's not <laughs> so much money.
0: Yeah, know, I really like being high. Mm. Okay, moving on to number eight. Oof. Oof. In case you weren't aware that we're Midwesterners. Oof. We found an Ohio case. In 2016, a tote bag was donated to a Salvation Army store in Columbus, which, <clears throat> a Salvation Army, but, you know, whatever. Inside that tote bag were some shocking and graphic photographs. These photos showed sexual activity between an adult male and a small toddler girl. Police were immediately called, obviously, and employees handed over the bag with the photos and a piece of mail leading to the donator, which, if you're going to be stupid enough to donate pictures of you sexually assaulting someone, wouldn't you make sure that, like, I don't know, your face isn't in the picture and you didn't leave a piece of mail with your name on it? Yeah, you would think, but criminals are not bright. Yeah, apparently. The police then confronted 48-year-old Gary Sovi. Sovi admitted that the photos were his and that the cops should, and I quote, just put a bullet in my head. He was charged and later sentenced to 17 years, which for the record is not long enough.
1: Yeah, not, not even anywhere near long enough. It should have been life, period. Like, that's just, yeah.
0: I hope he's having the day he deserves. Forever. In prison. (laughs) Yeah. Have the day you deserve, sir.
1: Uh, Moving on here to number seven. Uh, Two firearms were donated to Value Village. hate how to pronounce this. Freaking cow. I can never say it right. Value Village in... I'm going to butcher it so bad. Puyallup, Washington... I don't know. Someone I don't even t- know
0: if that's right, but I enjoy watching this struggle. It's pretty
1: great. Someone just let me know if that's right. I don't know. Anyway, they found a Glock 36 and a Browning pocket pistol. Neither gun had been reported stolen, but part of the serial numbers had been filed off of the Browning. It's likely someone wanted to dispose of these firearms quickly and quietly to prevent them from being used as evidence. Unfortunately, there was no way of figuring out who made the donation and why. Value Village decided to redonate the gun straight to the evidence bin at the police station.
0: (laughs) Which seems like the best idea. Honestly. I mean, you (laughs) you find some guns, you go, I'm not keeping these. They're your problem now. Right, that's what they're there for. Yep. Moving on to number six. Number six is Wild with a capital W. Wild. In a 2022 incident, the Berthold, North Dakota Police Department accidentally donated a bag of cannabis from a closed case to the T- Dakota Boys and Girls Ranch, a Christian organization that manages 10 thrift stores in the area. Thank you for not making fun of how I said Dakota. I'd honestly forgotten about it, but you just reminded me. <laughs> Lovely. Lovely. Recreational cannabis is illegal in North Dakota, so when a worker came across it, the Ward County Sheriff's Department was called. They acquired the cannabis and returned it to its proper police department, who disposed of it correctly this time. Just imagine. You open this, and you go,
1: Oh, I'm gonna see Jesus today.
0: (laughs) Right? (laughs) Only to find out that the cops are the ones who donated it.
1: Bless your hearts. Bless your hearts.
0: That's fucking fantastic. (laughs) I've seen cops screw up a lot of things. Like so so many things. And this one I think might be the funniest.
1: That is. Like
0: that is the absolutely fucking funniest thing I've ever seen a cop like a police department
1: do. Like someone gets hold of like, I'll make the biggest donation to your station. Thank you, thank you, thank you.
0: Uh, The next three on the list are all art-related, and we're not really sure if they're crime-related. But for historic and valuable art pieces to end up in a thrift store, well, it just seems likely that something was probably stolen. So, we're going to move on here to number five.
1: When Zachary Bodish was browsing through a Columbus, Ohio thrift store in 2012.
0: I love a good Columbus story.
1: Oh yeah, me too. Came across an old poster for a Picasso art exhibit, thinking it was a cool looking repro. Reproduction. Who says repro? I, I do. <laughs>
0: That's fucking stupid.
1: Uh, Bodis decided to snag it for $14.14. After looking closely at some red markings on the poster and doing a little research, Bodis realized what he had in his hands was possibly. A signed Picasso print. He was able to get a pretty darn good return in his fourteen bucks. Bodish told the AP, Associated Press, that was I think after we sold- all know what AP means. Well, just in case, you never know.
0: That was after he sold the poster
1: for seven thousand
0: dollars. i like fourteen. 14- you spent fourteen dollars and fourteen cents, which is a weird fucking price for a thrift store, but you know, who am I? Um, and you find out that it's an honest-to-God Picasso, and you're able to sell that bitch for seven grand.
1: I just feel like seven grand is low, though. Well,
0: I I mean, it was was just, like, a drawing. Or it's an old poster for a Pablo Picasso art exhibit.
1: I feel like it could add a extra zero in there. I mean, it's Picasso. Like, everyone knows Picasso.
0: Yeah, but nobody knows when Picasso lived. Everybody thinks he was really old like, a long time ago, um, only to have their minds blown when they find out that he died in the 70s.
1: Right, yeah. He,
0: it was, like, 1974 when he died.
1: Yeah, like, um, the hell's her name? The uh, Betty White. Like, she, like, um...
0: Yeah, she was, like, friends with Pablo Picasso. Yeah. Yeah. Number four. Randy Guijaro. So sorry if that is not pronounced right, but I, I think it is was looking through boxes at a Fresno, California curio shop in 2010 when he discovered old tin-type photographs that he bought for $1 apiece. The more he looked at one of them, the more he recognized one of the figures. Upon doing some re- research, Guiharro discovered his hunch was correct and that the figure playing croquet croquet? Croquet? Mm-hmm. Croquet. croquet. Croquet was indeed the famous outlaw Billy the Kid. Billy the Kid. Why? are you like this? <laughs> the other men in the photo were members of Billy's gang. Billy's gang. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> One of the only... Oh, God, you're going to do it again. One of the only two authenticated pictures of Billy the Kid Billy the in existence... It was appraised for $5 million. I,
1: mean, I feel like that's fair if there's like two authenticated pictures of him,
0: Yeah, no, I think that's totally fair. I, I mean, Maybe a little low, even.
1: I, yeah, I, I figured it might be like a little low, maybe a few million more, but I don't know. How do you really put a price on something like that?
0: By getting it appraised. <laughs> Antiques I, Roadshow.
1: You come.
0: opened the door, Counselor, and <laughs> I just strolled through it. This is why I'm not a lawyer because so I would suck.
1: Uh, moving on to number three here. Moving on to number three here. Terry Horton bought what she thought was a huge, ugly painting for five bucks as a gag gift to cheer up a friend in '92. Though the friend found the thrift shop fine hilarious, she had no room for it, so Horton took it back home. Heard who? <laughs> why?
0: <laughs> why, God? Why this man? <laughs> <laughs> of all the men in the world This one
1: I mean to be fair Pretty much all men are so. To
0: be fair To be fair <laughs> You need to watch Kenny.
1: I tried watching it. I didn't really get into it
0: That's cause you have no sense of humor <laughs> Do you think the trailer park boys are funny?
1: Not even remotely
0: How have we survived this long, <laughs> Bubbles is fucking hilarious. That court scene where, what's his face? Whose name I it's gone. Guy in the black and the white house shirt that he wears all the time. Mm-hmm. The scene where the judge is like yelling at him to stop swearing and he's like, I can't. It's just who I am as a person. That's me. <laughs> it's me. Did you know I've seen Trailer Park Boys in person? Mm-mm it was awful i hated every moment of it <laughs> i felt obligated to laugh at things that i didn't understand
1: yeah, it seems like it would kind of translate like that
0: i just can't i couldn't understand what they were saying and i, I couldn't process it don't look at me like that <laughs> go ahead with your stupid fucking story then so, you wrote it <laughs> I did not. You did. Well,
1: I didn't like write it, write it, but you, you know, copied
0: and pasted it.
1: Yeah. Uh, so when she tried to unload it at a garage sale, an art teacher told her she should check it out to make sure it wasn't a Jackson Pollock. Uh, Horton ultimately hired a forensic specialist who found a fingerprint from the frame splatter painter on the piece, and traced the paint to his studio. Horton has been offered nine million for the painting, but she wants fifty million. That's just being fucking greedy that's not how negotiation <laughs> works right like you paid five dollars literally take the fucking nine million that's like i don't know a million bajillion percent increase on your return
0: um a million bajillion is not a real number it, it
1: is it's a, m- a
0: million bajillion zillion percent absolutely the fuck not a real number In 1995, an elderly woman died. An excellent start to story. <laughs> That's the whole story. She That's just the whole died. story. End of story. They found her in a thrift shop. Pretty sure there was a crime. Her belongings were donated to Just About Everything, a second-hand shop in Linden, New Jersey. The owner of Just About Everything was going through the woman's belongings when they noticed something off about some of the clothes. In the donated clothes were three halter tops. Seeing as the clothes came from the closet of an elderly woman, the owner found this very strange. Uh, you know, how many how many old ladies do you know that wear halter tops? Those well, are,
1: those are like the cut off ones, right?
0: No, they're the ones that go one strap around the neck.
1: Oh, and they're okay. usually
0: very low cut and often kind of cropped. Okay, yeah, I know what you're talking about now. Um. I'd like to answer my own question and say that we actually have met far too many elderly, quote, elderly women who wear halter tops. Because we go to a metal festival in Ohio. True. And we have seen far too many old lady booties. Do you remember the one girl who we saw the last time we went, with the tail. Oh, yeah. tail that went up under her skirt, and you were like, where's where's that tail going? I went, do you really want to know the answer to that question?
1: Well, I mean, it was more of a rhetorical question, because I already knew where it was going.
0: (laughs) And for the record, her skirt was not really a skirt. It was a strip of fabric that went around her waist. Yeah. We saw all of it. So much. Right. Back to it. As it turns out, those halter tops may actually link the elderly woman's son to a string of murders. The son, Robert Zarinsky, was already serving a ninety eight year sentence for the murder of seventeen year old Rosemary Calandriello Calandriello in nineteen sixty nine. Ha nice <laughs>
1: at four twenty PM <laughs>
0: Mrs. Zerinsky had a long history of going to great lengths lengths, to protect Robert. At one point, she removed the bullets from his body and then hid him from authorities when he was accused of killing a police officer. The Linden police arrived at just about everything and scoured through boxes and boxes of Mrs. Zerinsky's belongings... Looking for more clues in the unsolved murders of four teenage girls in the late, late 1960s and early 1970s. Robert died in prison in 2008 before being convicted of any of those murders, though. But he did allegedly confess to at least ten. Now, when she was taking the bullets out, was she wearing her halter top? Well, friend, I think you've missed the point. Don't think the halter, par- halter top was hers but maybe <laughs> she took it off of the dead girl's body and put it on and they had that they had some weird kinky gross incest thing going on
1: yeah mommy mommy son
0: ew <laughs> ugh i don't kink shame but i do fucking kink judge
1: <laughs> and moving on to drum roll <laughs> Number one, in 2015, a suitcase was dumped at the entrance of a Goodwill store in San Francisco. San Francisco tree. Upon opening the donated...
0: <laughs> Hi.
1: Upon opening the donated luggage, workers found the headless, limbless torso of a human body, otherwise known as Matt. Didn't get it
0: no no i get it i just don't think it's funny this is a real human who died
1: they don't care anymore then awful
0: i'm just saying like
1: anyway part of a leg and a foot were later found in a nearby trash can
0: where they go clearly
1: i mean duh when you kill someone you put them in a trash can obviously
0: don't let her hear you say that She threatens to put you in the trash can, like, every day. Right. Which I take full responsibility for.
1: So, uh, the police were called. They began investigating a person of interest uh, seen on surveillance cameras. An anonymous tip led police to Mark Andrus, a small-time drug dealer. DNA testing revealed the torso belonged to Omar Shawan, who was Andrus' friend and former roommate. Omar's death was ruled a homicide, but unfortunately, Andrus died suddenly of drug-related sepsis shortly after being questioned by the police.
0: You ever, you ever, like, been questioned by the police, and then all of a sudden you were like, yeah, no, I've I've had enough. I'm just gonna die. Right, I mean, yeah. That is what would happen if the police questioned me.
1: Drug dealer dies of a drug-related condition. Oh my goodness, I am so surprised.
0: i don't think anybody was surprised i'm just saying like if if the police tried to interrogate me about something i would simply die (laughs) nope i'm not i can't handle this i would just have a panic attack and die that's fair but then again i'm a white person so don't know how much you know it's not like they're gonna beat the confession out of me
1: right I mean, it's sad, but true. We're gonna
0: get the police department at our house for something. (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
1: So anyway, SFPD closed the case a year later after the investigation, and evidence led to the conclusion that Andrus murdered Omar, dismembered his body in a bathtub, shoved him in a suitcase, and dropped it off at the Goodwill.
0: How else are you supposed to get rid of a dead body?
1: Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, Happy Hanukkah, Merry Lent, uh... Happy Arbor Day, all Mary lint. that. Merry Lent. I don't know. Happy Lent? Merry Lent? I don't, I don't know. What is
0: Lent? Lent. Lent. Yeah. Like L-E-N-T? L-E-N-T, yeah. Nobody says fucking happy Lent. I don't. And it's <laughs> Lent, not lint. What? I thought you meant like dryer lint. <laughs> I was like, that's not a holiday. But
1: no one says Lent. They say Lent.
0: Everybody says Lent. Because in this state we pronounce our fucking vowels. Nerk. (laughs) Those aren't vowels. You're missing a whole ass E and A. No, the E's there. It's N-E-R-K. Obviously. Nerk.
1: It sounds like N-R-K.
0: That would be Nark. Nerk. NERK is N E R K, clearly.
1: It doesn't sound like that, though.
0: It does sound like that. You just don't know how to spell. Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, no?
1: mm-hmm. Do two times infinity and tasty
0: baxies What the fuck? <laughs> That's enough for me. I've had enough. Have you had enough? Yeah. Great. I'm hungry. As always. Thanks for joining us this week. And next week, we'll bring you a whole brand new top 10 list.
1: Thanks for listening. Join us next week when we come up with a brand new top 10 list.
0: Follow us on social media at 10 Things We Have to Tell You on Facebook, at 10 Things We Have to Tell You on Instagram, or email us at 10 things we have to tell You at gmail.com.
1: Have a new list idea? We're always taking suggestions.
0: Please rate, review, and share and come back again next week.
1: Bye!